Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only four ninety five a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Yay, it's a double Glenn week. Hi, Glenn. Hi, good morning, Steph. <laughs> you know we're gradually tricking you to being on every day for oh, free. Oh God. Okay, oh. <laughs> all, all good. Nowhere I'd rather be. Ah, me too. Well, I where do you? This is a where do we start week, isn't it? In terms of uh, bombshells. So, uh, January sixth committee is requesting testimony from Representative Barry Loudermilk. That's his name yep. of Georgia. Um, he has uh, the uh, letter reads he has information regarding a tour you led through parts of the Capitol complex on January 5th, 2021, citing a review of evidence, which I think we're told is video <laughs> evidence or uh, not sure. But it says uh, the panel has evidence that, quote, directly contradicts claims by Republicans on the House Administration Committee, of which he's a member, that re- uh, review of footage determined there were no tours, no large groups, no one with MAGA hats leading up to January 6th. So. What is what does this tell you? This sounds like they, they, I, they and obviously he protested a lot, didn't he? They even filed an ethics complaint about this, and now it appears yeah, they have he, some he, sort of he evidence. Protested a little bit too loudly. Make your own joke there. Um, and <laughs> he, here's the thing: he issued that statement that didn't happen, and I can prove with video that it didn't happen. And I'm filing ethics complaints against you for saying it happened. What did he just say yesterday in some reporting, I think, by uh, Kyle Cheney? He said, well, yeah, it it did happen. I did give constituent families a tour of the Capitol, which was closed on January 5th. I don't know if constituent families... Closed because of COVID, so people know. That's why it was unusual. Because of COVID protocols. Um, I don't know if constituent families is a euphemism for insurrectionists, (laughs) but, but think about it. When this representative lied through his teeth and said it didn't happen. And only yesterday, when he was told there's video evidence that it did happen, he changed his tune and said, it did happen, but trust me, I didn't show them anything they weren't supposed to see. Well, frankly, I didn't trust you the first time. And now that you're a proven liar, I really don't trust you the second time. But Steph, what would make this member of Congress so desperate to lie to the American people about the fact that he gave a tour to civilians 
uh, on the day before the insurrection. This is going to continue, I think, to break really bad for this congressman. Yeah. Well, you made a great point on Twitter. You said part of the challenge is we have insurrectionists, big lie adherents and promoters and Trump co-conspirators in Congress. Many of them. It makes a full, robust, overt cooperation between DOJ and Congress difficult, even dangerous proposition, very different from Watergate. That that is true, right? I mean, it's... Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. So, by the way, Norm Ornstein tweeted, I've spent countless hours over five decades in the Capitol. I've been in the hideaway offices of leaders of both parties, unmarked offices one could never find without advanced knowledge. The violent insurrectionists knew. How? Ask Barry Loudermilk, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and other GOP members. I mean, this seems like the first of many shoes to drop here. How did they know where the unreinforced windows were? Who took out the panic, disabled the panic button at a Presley's office? I mean, it goes on and on, right? Lauren Boebert live tweeted Nancy Pelosi's location. Staff, June 5th is going to be lit when we start to see what those thousand plus witnesses said. What did I say? June June 9th. June 9th, 9th. yeah. When we see what those thousand plus witnesses have said behind closed doors, and mind you, like a thousand of them cooperated with the investigation and only about a half a dozen, right? The cover-up caucus have refused to cooperate. Instead, they've chosen to bury the crimes of Donald Trump and that will come back to haunt them by way of criminal charges, I predict. But, but here's the thing, people, you know, going back to what you were reading a minute ago, people are like, why isn't DOJ and Congress cooperating hand in hand? Because we have insurrectionists in Congress. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're on the J6 committee, but every representative has staff members, you know, and, and everybody talks to everybody else. And DOJ really cannot divulge what it's doing to Congress because we have insurrectionists in Congress. But you know what? We're going to get there. So that's what you said. I read your tweets, obviously, when you're not here, I have to live vicariously somehow, Glenn. <laughs> But you said this is all about separation and independence between the branches of government. Not surprising, in my opinion, DOJ can always subpoena the transcripts. And you also said if the J6 committee investigation had taken a backseat to the DOJ grand jury investigation, we would go years without knowing what any of the thousand plus witnesses have said. But now we'll have a front row seat to it all beginning June 9th. And all those transcripts can be used in the grand jury. Um so talk to us a little about that. And also, you you said, what are the benefits and detriments of J6 going first with the witnesses and DOJ going second? Just talk to us about this whole thing yeah, up to, up I to this I moment. Yeah, 
I wish I had made this point more often and more clearly in recent months, Steph, because everybody, you know, yells and screams that DOJ isn't, isn't doing anything. That's untrue. They're doing plenty. We just don't know about most of it. And J6 is doing everything, but they can't prosecute. Why is J6 going first and DOJ seeming to take a back seat? Let me just pose this question, Steph. Would everybody feel comforted if they knew that the thousand plus interviews by the J6 committee were being conducted by an amazingly accomplished team of federal prosecutors? They are. They are. This is not some, you know, bunch of congressional staffers uh, with apologies to congressional staffers trying to fumble their way through a congressional investigation. This is a team of federal prosecutors mm -hmm. headed up by Tim Heafy, who was one of the best RICO prosecutors. He also happens to be a good friend of mine. One of the best RICO prosecutors we had in the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office. Everybody in his office, are they're accomplished federal prosecutors. This is basically just a, a, a DOJ investigation being conducted in a different place. So please, everybody okay. take heart that this is not that different than if the Department of Justice had handled these thousand plus witnesses. We're going to get there. Um, someone asked you, can J6 House transcripts be presented directly to a federal grand jury or do uh, the same people need to be re-interviewed by feds first? And you just said hearsay is perfectly admissible uh, in the grand jury, though I would certainly want to interview the witnesses in any event. Yes. Sworn testimony. Um, regardless of where it was developed in a congressional committee before a city council in a civil deposition or anywhere else, that transcript can be handed directly to the grand jury and used as evidence to indict. Now, that's not ordinarily what we would do. We want first crack at the witness. We want to develop the testimony to make sure it's full, accurate, truthful, and that we could corroborate it. So this is an unorthodox way to go about investigating but absolutely all thousand of those transcripts can be provided to a grand jury and they can be the basis for an indictment. And Jamie Raskin said something interesting, didn't he? That um, Justice Department may have stuff that they would like to see. You know what I mean? That it's a I mean, I get it that they don't want to seem like they're coordinating with the DOJ. Right. But I think if I'm not mistaken, didn't the DOJ say the critical thing you said? They said, for a criminal investigation we have ongoing. So at least they confirmed that. Like you said, they could confirm right. that without telling us details. So it isn't, wasn't that the critical thing? Yes. And if I were Representative Thompson, I would say, wait a minute, not so fast. This is our work product. We are about to put on public hearings to show the world what we learned investigating the insurrection. And you know what? We are a co-equal branch of government, so we will give over these transcripts when we want, how we want, to whom we want. But, but you know, so they're flexing their co-equal branch of, of government yeah. muscle right now. And I understand that and I appreciate that. They don't want to seem like they're kind of in cahoots yeah. with the Department of Justice because they're not. They're running their own independent investigation. Uh, but at the end of the day, I believe these transcripts will go over um, and well, you DOJ know, will use them. You know my theory. Liz Cheney is our Velociraptor, and she's already learned how to open the doorknob at DOJ. She's already given them the transcripts. That's just my theory. <laughs>
<laughs> okay. You also tweeted, after inciting the attack, Trump let it rage for hours. In a real and direct sense, he levied war against the United States, C-18 U.S.C. Section 2381. However, uh, owing allegiance to the United States, levies war against them is guilty of treason. Um, boy, it... When they get to the top, there is certainly an interesting array of, of laws that would apply, right? Jeff, you know, I, I, I had the privilege of being on one-on-one with Lawrence O'Donnell last night, and he played the clip of... Um, That's too much sexy Stephanie... for me. I can't stay up that late. That's too much sexy in one place. You <laughs> Stephanie Grisham saying, I watched Donald Trump gleefully yeah. watching the insurrection, hitting rewind, he was all excited, saying, look at how they're fighting for me. For more than three hours, Steph, he not only launched the attack, but for more than three hours, he let it rage uncontrolled at the U.S. Capitol in an attempt to stop the certification of Joe Biden's win. As I said last night, in a very real sense, that is levying war against the democratic process. And this is just some of what we're going to begin to see yeah. come June 9. Yeah. Well, here's the other one. Photographic evidence from inside the White House has been obtained by the House Select Committee. Um, at least some of the photos were taken by the official White House photographer. And that's the one Trump, of course, tried to screw out of right. her royalties for her own book. He sought a cut of her book. I mean, this is the problem with someone that has just been such an a-hole to so many people, right? I mean, so now they have, because they're trying to piece together all of his movements in different ways on January 6th, right? And we're going to see photographs and maybe even video of him celebrating the insurrection and refusing to stop it. And, and remember, Keith Kellogg, who was uh, Vice President Pence's national security advisor, said, you know, we kept sending people into the Oval Office or the or the White House dining room trying to get him to call off the attack. And we sent Ivanka back in a second time because we thought maybe she could convince him to call off the dogs. And he wouldn't. Again, that's waging war against the United States. There, there is no other way to put it. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Speaking of which, they're saying uh, Bill Barr has enacted discussions with J6 committee to appear for a formal transcribed interview. No decision has been made whether to invite him to appear in the public hearings that start the 9th. Um, but the things we already know, Barr told uh, Trump in a meeting on December 1st that his theories about a stolen election were bull blank. <laughs> Barr also called Trump's new legal team at the time clownish. He said, I'm a pretty formed legal observer and I can't effing figure out what the theory is here. It's just scattered. It's all over the hill and gone. But... It, <laughs> What you're going to say as a lawyer, right, is they're trying to go to intent. 
And what if Bill Barr, because he was such a toady anyway, just says, well, yeah, I think he really believes he won. I mean, isn't that what they're going to be asking Bill Barr? He knew he didn't win. In a court of law, of course, you can't ask the question, what do you think about what another person thinks? All you can do is say, you can testify, I told him on December 1st that his claim of election fraud was BS. What that does, Steph, is it gives prosecutors evidence that Donald Trump, that they can argue to the jury, that Donald Trump's intent from December 1st on was absolutely corrupt and criminal because his own attorney general, who was in a position to know, said there was no election fraud. So all of that kind of information and evidence, those are building blocks in an eventual prosecution of Donald Trump. Trust me, any prosecutor worth their salt can prove with the available evidence that Donald Trump's intent was corrupt. We just need an indictment. We just need yeah. to get in the court. Right. And we just need to argue this case to a jury. Two more bombshells. John Eastman revealed Friday in a court filing he routinely communicated with Trump either directly or through conduits in the weeks ahead of the January 6th insurrection. He asked a federal judge to maintain attorney-client privilege. The late-night filing gave the clearest view yet of the communication between Trump and the battalion of attorneys uh, and allies helping his um, effort to overturn the election. The filing shows Trump took a direct role in these efforts, describing two handwritten notes from Trump about information he thought might be useful for the anticipated legislation. The attorney also says he spoke directly to Trump about legal challenges in the states he lost, um, and he's still trying to prevent the select committee from obtaining 600 emails. I'm going to guess there's some there's some bad stuff in there, but what, I mean, it, it doesn't this further tie Trump directly, right? Whether he's yes. trying to hide it or not. Yes, this is a conspiracy of, of dunces, maybe a confederacy of dunces, mm-hmm. borrowing from the book title. Um, <laughs> all of these people not only need to testify, they not only need to be compelled to testify, Steph, they need to be indicted as co-conspirators because, first yeah. of all, you don't get to claim attorney-client privilege when you and your client are involved in an attempt to overthrow our democracy. The crime-fraud exception says the privilege yields it evaporates it goes yeah. away yeah. so these these people need to be indicted as co-conspirators and i'm telling you the more i hear about what's coming out they will be indicted as co-conspirators okay and lastly real quick uh roger stone at the center of a oh a chat named friends of stone mm-hmm. huh. uh named after him that now include now indicted militia members who participated oath keepers uh uh proud boys i mean this guy has been getting away with how many years of dirty tricks right so what did what did this what do you think about this league group chat? Yeah, he, he's got to go. Stone Stone finally once and for all. Let, mind you, he went to trial. He was convicted. He was sentenced to forty months and three days before his reporting date to the Federal Bureau of Prisons, he demanded in a public interview with Howard Feynman. He said, "Hey, Mr. President, I didn't snitch on you. I held strong. I want a sentence commutation." That day, yeah. Trump granted it, and then later gave him a full pardon. Roger Stone has got to get got, and he will. Bannon has got to get got. Flynn has got to get got. Steph, I'm telling you, these men are going to get got. Excuse me. (laughs) Okay. Love you, Glenn Kirshner, so much. It's just, it hurts. It really does. All right. Justice Matters (laughs) with Glenn Kirshner on YouTube. There you go. That's fantastic. See you next week. Love you, Steph. See you guys.